Hello, and welcome to the Headache Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, and on this podcast, it's my mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you guys can break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, we have lots of content behind us. We've been doing this for over two years now, and we've accumulated uh, lots of different topics. Today's topic is a new one, which we are constantly trying to, to educate you guys and, and think of different areas that we haven't hit on. Uh, when patients come to us and they have questions, questions that maybe we haven't answered yet on this podcast, we, we want to create new content so that we can have a resource for people to go to. And so we use these podcast topics throughout uh, the clinic setting. When people reach out to us, we say, you know, uh, there's a good resource. And we talked about that topic on this podcast, uh, that sort of thing. So if you, uh, you want to go through kind of our library of topics and uh, look at sort of what, what we believe the core of most headaches and migraines come from, all the way to... Uh, conversations on inflammation, uh, to diet and exercise—it's all in there, and we uh, we love we love having you as a listener. So we appreciate you. On today's podcast, we're hitting on a new topic. So we're actually going to talk about allergies and uh, seasonal allergies, uh, things that uh, will cause inflammation within our body, things that can increase pressure, sinus pressure. What? How to? view sinus pressure. Is that a headache? Is that a migraine? Is that a neck problem? Or is it truly a sinus infection? Because that's something that a lot of people get confused with is that sinus pressure buildup. Um, and they'll go through ENTs and, and that whole process will be very frustrating for them because it won't provide them with an answer. And we'll get into that. And so we're going to hit on, in Colorado here, we, we have seasonal allergies everywhere. There's seasonal allergies. So as whether it's uh, pollen or in July, ragweed begins to bloom. And so it's time to prepare for allergy season. All right. So in the context of allergies, when you experience allergies, there's the, the most common approach, which is true for a lot of different areas of healthcare. We've talked about this a lot, is that over-the-counter medications have uh, perpetuated this idea that... Um, if you, if you have a sinus infection, if you have congestion, if you have uh, this pressure buildup within your sinuses, that the over-the-counter med is going to be your solution. And so we have these uh, antihistamine medications that uh, do a good job in reducing inflammation within our sinuses in response to uh, allergens. But uh, specifically, when it be, when it comes to a sinus infection or pressure within your sinuses, we quickly go to that pressure, assuming that it's uh, it's a sinus infection. And so, if you experience that intense sinus pressure, that pounding in your head, the stuffy nose as a result of your allergies, it's uh, potentially also a layer of what we would say are migraine symptoms and not actually a sinus infection or rhinosinusitis. So a true sinus infection is actually pretty rare. So 
Here we have the context of allergies. You have seasonal allergies around a certain time of year. You tend to get uh, this pressure buildup in your sinuses, or maybe you have that pressure in your sinuses or that pounding in your head or a stuffy nose, and you are, you're blaming it on an allergy, but you're not necessarily sure um, what that allergy would be. It just sort of feels like a response to an allergen. And to be clear, the allergen might be present and it might be impacting your sinuses. It might be causing inflammation, uh, but there could be another layer of what would actually be a diagnosis of, of migraines uh, or migraine-like symptoms or headaches, uh, sinus headache, that sort of thing. So a study involving about 3,000 patients was important in evaluating the frequent complaint of sinus headache. Okay, so people have that sinus pressure, that sinus buildup, and they're assuming it's a sinus headache. So in this study, the participants had at least six sinus headaches in the past, in the prior six months to entering the study. They had neither a migraine diagnosis nor treatment with a migraine-specific medication. So these people were coming into the study believing that they had a sinus headache, and the diagnosis our treatment of a migraine uh, was, was not in their line of thinking yet, that it had not been introduced. And the results were actually that 88% of the participants had, had the diagnosis of migraine once they went through the study and not sinus headache. All right, so we take information here at Novera Headache Center. If you listen to all of our previous podcasts, or maybe not all of them, but you listen to a few of the core ones that talk about the neck and how the neck is this underlying source of pain and these symptoms for migraines, then you start to look at migraines as more of a neck problem, as more of a problem with tension in the shoulders and the neck and the jaw. And how our body should function has changed and we just sort of carry this stress and this tension through our neck. So when I say migraines and that diagnosis of migraines, in the context of this study, I'm interpreting that as these people assuming that this sinus headache was a result of inflammation in their sinuses. And the end result of the study was that 88%, so a very high percent of these people, actually were diagnosed with migraines. So in the context of the study, the diagnosis of migraine would be a of five different symptoms or of a series of symptoms, whether that's one-sided throbbing, pounding sensation, uh, debilitating pain, sensitivity to lights and sounds, nausea, a series of those symptoms uh, will lead to the diagnosis of a migraine. And so these people that were presenting with pain in their sinuses, actually, uh, they were putting them in that migraine category. Now, to have the diagnosis of migraine doesn't mean that they were saying that they, were, that they understood the underlying cause. It was just saying that their sinuses weren't actually inflamed and the source of pain wasn't actually coming from their sinuses. That's how I'm interpreting that. So there's another study called the American Migraine Study, number two, showed that many people who were diagnosed with migraine thought they had sinus headache. Okay, so same context, uh, but these people had been diagnosed with migraine, and then they're thinking that they had a sinus headache. So there are almost 30,000 participants in the study, and only about 50% who were diagnosed with migraine knew they had a migraine before the study. So half of these people were assuming that they had a sinus headache when truly they, they should have been diagnosed with a migraine. And again, a migraine in our context means that it's most likely a neck problem or that there's tension somewhere that's causing irritation and sending this pain signal. 
And so when we get these studies, their, uh, their end conclusion, because they're looking at it through the lens of migraine and the source of migraine being uh, not understood, whereas we at Novera Headache Center, because of our experience and what we see in these patients over and over again, and this common neck problem that's misunderstood and missed, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the most overlooked cause of headache and migraine podcast, and we've actually rerun that about four weeks ago. So four or five episodes ago, you'll find that. So migraine, we're going to assume, is these people have a neck problem. Now they're walking through life thinking that they have a sinus headache. So that's sinus pressure. They have pressure uh, in, in their sinus cavities, behind their eyes, um, in, their, in their cheeks, in their nose. They feel that pressure. These people also might experience um, discomfort with travel because their bodies are are needing to regulate pressure, but they they have a hard time doing that. And that can be attributed to tension buildup and disrupting eustachian tube function, things like that. But what is also likely happening is the neck is probably referring pain into the sinuses themselves. Okay. So if we think of a neck problem and this neck problem is, is irritating to the structures around it. So the neck isn't moving the way it should. We have these, these muscles, these tendons, these ligaments and the joints itself that are irritated. That irritation sends pain into the brain. The brain gets that pain signal and it doesn't quite know where to attribute it to. And so it thinks, well, it's, this could be coming from the sinuses. And so the sinuses, you're actually feeling pressure and pain through the sinuses. So when we, we work on people that have pain patterns that present differently, and oftentimes people have sinus pressure and they will come in and we'll work on their neck and that will go away or that'll improve. Or I can assess someone, evaluate their neck and find these restrictions within the neck and those sensitive areas will actually refer pain into the sinuses. So let's assume that these people that thought they had sinus infections or sinus pressure or sinus headache we're actually dealing with, with migraines, which we're going to say in our context is likely a neck problem. And so the neck was irritated. It was sending pain into the, uh, the sinus areas. And they were assuming that, the, that they were having inflammation in their sinus. So you go to the ENT, you do all these tests, and they don't find anything. They say your, your sinuses look normal, healthy. I've even had people that go through invasive procedures trying to correct this when all the time it was their neck. Now, if you add a layer of, let's say, an allergen, something that actually is going to cause inflammation in your sinuses or congestion, then we're just sort of like amplifying what the experience that your, that your brain is uh, feeling through those sinuses. So you have this referred pain of sinus pressure, of, of sinus pain from your neck. You may have a hard time regulating pressure uh, because of tension that's running through your neck. And then you also have increased inflammation because you have these uh, histamines, you have these um, allergens that are causing inflammation. So that, that layer, that third layer um, can mean that people that uh, deal with, with migraines can be more likely, maybe more sensitive uh, to different allergens because their body already has uh, maybe a level of inflammation in the neck or there's... Um, these compounding effects that impact the sinuses, and then you introduce an allergen with that inflammation on top of it. Nasal congestion um, caused by seasonal allergies can also irritate um, the trigeminal nerve. So we've talked about the trigeminal nerve in previous podcasts. 
And so if you add in uh, congestion, so you have this allergic reaction, uh, whether it's seasonal allergies or, or what, whatever it may be, and you have buildup of congestion within your, within your nasal cavity, that can irritate the trigeminal nerve. So the trigeminal nerve is basically taking sensory input from your face. So there's three different branches. Uh, it's kind of like your eye, your cheek, and your jaw. And so that trigeminal nerve is picking up information. Now, we've talked about before, and it gets a little bit complicated, but that pain pathway, uh, if, the, if that pain, strong pain signal is coming from your neck, it meets up in the brainstem with a nucleus that is also collecting information from the trigeminal nerve. So that nucleus is just sort of this meeting spot, kind of like a carpool parking lot where you park and ride, right? So all of these cars are meeting, and then they're all going to the same place. And the same that, that one destination is the brain, and so the brain realizes what's happening when it gets there. Now, the brain doesn't necessarily know um, if, if it came from an area of the trigeminal nerve or the neck because they all meet up in that same nucleus. It's called the trigeminal cervical nucleus. So without confusing you too much, congestion in the nasal cavity can trigger the trigeminal nerve, uh, can, can kind of irritate the trigeminal nerve, but the trigeminal nerve may already be uh, sort of the culprit or perceived as uh, sending a pain signal if you've got tension buildup. So you're kind of, again, uh, going to be extra sensitive if you have uh, headaches, migraines, this neck problem, the trigeminal nerves are already irritated, and then we add on uh, seasonal allergies that can cause uh, nasal congestion. All right. So um, one of the things I want to highlight here is there's not necessarily a situation. So in general, if you have sinus pressure and it seems to be amplified with seasonal allergies, I would venture to say that a lot of times, especially if you don't have an answer, if this just keeps happening, uh, there you should go down the road of evaluating, getting a proper evaluation of your neck, uh, of your jaw, of your shoulders, looking at tension, looking at how your head and neck is able to regulate pressure. And if there's a lack of that, if that's disrupted, then that inflammation when you're introduced to an allergen is just ramped up. And that could be part of the problem. So it's kind of a both, both and. Uh, it's not it's not one thing or the other. And so it's if you have yet to find your answer and you don't want to keep taking uh, these over-the-counter medications for your allergies and you're, you're trying to, to figure where the sinus pressure is coming from, um, I, I would not assume right away that it is from a sinus infection or just directly from inflammation within your sinuses because what those studies showed us is that most people assume that. 88% of people were assuming that, but really they had a migraine, migraine symptoms, meaning that it wasn't truly a sinus problem. And so in general, it sounds like it's safer to assume if you have sinus pressure that we're going to put you in the, the category of, of a migraine symptom. And in our world, we want to evaluate the neck. We don't want to make sure that your, your neck and your head and, and your jaw and shoulders are functioning the way they should. So in addition to that, we have uh, in our environment and, and in different uh, chemicals we might be exposed to, we have what are called endocrine-disrupting chemicals, which will impact cortisol production and, and that sort of thing. Now, cortisol is an anti-inflammatory hormone, and so when our body 
has inflammation. We reduce, we uh, produce cortisol. It's a hormone uh, from the adrenal gland on top of our kidneys, and it runs through our our circulatory system, and it will help us regulate an inflammatory response. And so it helps us fight off histamines and, and allergens. So we have this histamine response. We, re- we release cortisol. And that, that cortisol is sort of a natural process. It's also uh, a hormone that is connected to the fight-or-flight response. So the sympathetic nervous system ramps up. We're in that fight-or-flight. We're trying to run away from the bear or whatever it is. And uh, our body will release cortisol to uh, increase the amount of glucose in our blood uh, to help regulate anti, uh, to act as an anti-inflammatory agent. Uh, and it also impacts immune function because we just want the essential things working and cortisol is a part of that. Now, when we're introduced to these endocrine disrupting chemicals that can impact uh, our, the role of cortisol or the production of cortisol, how cortisol functions. And some of those agents can be like perfume or smoke or the smell of gasoline. So if, aside from, from allergens, you have uh, sort of this trigger of perfume or smoke or the smell of gasoline, uh, potentially that's impacting cortisol levels in your body and, and having uh, this impact on cortisol's ability to help with inflammation. So I'm just trying to tie these things together because people go through our healthcare system with all these weird triggers and symptoms and a lot of those being like the smell of smoke will trigger a migraine or the smell of gasoline or strong perfumes or you know I have seasonal allergies and around those seasonal allergies I tend to get more migraines and uh, those dots are almost never connected and it's not an easy thing for us to necessarily do because we we have to dig within the literature and and everything kind of has to line up Uh, But connecting those dots over and over again, it it seems to make sense when we're able to pull this information out. And so in this situation, um, yeah, these endocrine disrupting chemicals impacting cortisol, so the smell of perfume, perfume, smoke, gasoline, uh, impacting cortisol levels, which then will impact our body's ability to regulate inflammation. And inflammation, whether that's to an allergen or to this neck problem that we have and potentially both. And that can lead that. So that makes sense that that would be a trigger. So we talk about triggers and we talk about the source of the problem. Oftentimes providers will tell people to make a list of their triggers and avoid those. Now that's not a bad thing. And it's actually good advice because if you can track what your triggers are and and then you can reasonably remove those from your life or whatever that looks like, uh, that's not, that's not a bad approach, but to do that in isolation without addressing the underlying problem. So you have inflammation. Where is that inflammation coming from? Now, there are specifics. Obviously, if you have a sinus infection, that needs to be treated. But as we saw in those studies, a lot of people assume they have sinus infections, sinus pressure, whether that's around seasonal allergies or whatever it may be. And likely, there's something else that's actually causing those symptoms. And so that's the whole point of, of this conversation. If you think sinus pressure, if you feel sinus pressure, don't necessarily think sinus infection um, right away. And especially if you're not finding a solution there, think I might have, uh, this might be a migraine symptom or a type of a headache that's stemming from my neck. All right. So here's just some practical steps to uh, reduce 
allergens uh, and manage your allergy symptoms and, and triggers within your own home. So drink plenty of fluids, keeps your uh, er- mucus thin and can reduce the feelings of pressure from building up. Uh, water um, helps with this. So consider a humidifier to help with irritation uh, in the sinus irritation in the sinus passages. Especially in Colorado Springs, it's very dry. A humidifier might be uh, a smart thing to consider. Clean your home with a wet mop instead of a broom or maybe a vacuum instead of, of sweeping or brooming because you are likely just sort of kicking up a lot of those dust particles. And uh, carpet is also a, a hot spot for these dust particles to collect and, and if you're sensitive to these allergens. So either removing carpet uh, or if you have lots of rugs or you do have lots of carpet, make sure you vacuum and deep clean to reduce the amount of dust. And then also if you're looking to treat your nasal passage with a rinse or something like that, it it might be a good idea to try uh, a neti pot or a sinus rinse. Uh, Some people find relief with a simple saline spray, but try to avoid the like nasal steroid sprays um, as they can actually um, cause inflammation that might trigger a migraine or making an existing migraine worse. And so we want to be naturally minded when we're looking at treating the, uh, the, that sinus pressure, if there is sort of buildup uh, of something within our sinuses. So just some very practical examples. And then, of course, if you are dealing with sinus pressure and you have yet to find an answer, then reach out to us. There's no need to um, put it off any longer or wait. We'd love to help you. Uh, I hope you find this podcast helpful. Uh, this is a, a topic that I think is going to be very pertinent to people because seasonal allergies uh, trigger such as, as smells, these uh, endocrine, endocrine disrupting chemicals. I think that's very common. We, we hear that a lot in the clinic. And so uh, if you, the listener, have found insight in this podcast, what I want you to do is rate uh, this podcast because the message that we're trying to get out is that there is a solution. There is an answer. And do thing, things do line up because they have to. Uh, and medication can't be the answer. I mean, symptom management uh, has its place, but if that's all you're receiving, you, you need to keep digging. And I'm glad you're listening to this podcast because we're all about finding answers for you. I want you to reach out to us if you have questions or topics that we have not hit on uh, because we would love to answer those questions for you. You can email us at hello at noveraheadachecenter.com. This is the Headache Doctor podcast where it's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication and thrive in everything you do. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.